What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Words of Wade podcast, episode 96. I just said that, didn't I? 96, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, I, of course, am your host, Wade Blogs, aka Mr. Quid Pro Quo, aka Z. Wade Blogs, joining me, uh, fresh from vacation, <laughs> uh, back to being what she has always been, sorry not sorry, pumpkin spice, tickle me Ari's in the building. Tickle me Ari? Tickle me Ari, I like the that. Shirt, the shirt, the shirt. everybody, I have the Elmo shirt on. And then, of course, um, joining us from World Tour here, G. Everyone, what? What's going on, good people? I love the crystal clear clarity of Radio Ready Studios. Shout out to everybody there working with us. Satellite, satellite is crispy. Yeah, it's crispy. Uh, so. A little behind the scenes for you, everybody listening. Um, as most of y'all know, we come up with a list of topics we talk about every week. Um, I try to get that list out Friday, Sunday. I'm sorry, Friday or Saturday. So we all have time to sit there and look at the list and study and figure it out. But um, so this happened yesterday and I got the list together and everything was good. And then last night happened. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, we record on Sundays. Y'all should know by now. And uh, Saturday night, there was a concert in California called Rolling Loud, if you're not aware of it. Uh, Rolling Loud is a big concert. It's like a festival thing that they do where they have a big artist come out. And it's, it's dope. It's pretty dope. Uh, shout out to everybody there. Um, this year Cardi was set to perform now if you haven't been aware of what's going on with Cardi her and her husband have been um, separated that's a good way to say it they're not divorced yet so separated because he um, like, if you listen to last week's show we gave you a good breakdown of it he allegedly cheated on her we say allegedly of course uh, always yeah, always so Cardi had a show. Now Saturday afternoon, Offset, being being a man going through things, and we brothers, we've all going through things. Not me, because I'm a good dude. But uh, you know, we go through things. Offset posted a video explaining his side of the situation. And that's to get my. Uh, my wife back, Cardi, you know what I'm saying? We're going through a lot of things right now, a lot of things on the media. I want to apologize to you, Cardi. You know, I embarrassed you. I made you look crazy. Doing things I ain't had no business. I was partaking in activity that I shouldn't have been taking in. And I apologize, you know what I'm saying? Breaking your heart, breaking our promise, breaking God's promise. And and being a, a, a selfish, messed up husband, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to be a better person. I want to get this off. My shoulders, I want to get this on my back. I apologize to you, Cardi. I love you and culture. I want to spend Christmas with you. I want to be able to spend the rest of life, my life with you. I apologize. I'm sorry for what I've done to you. 
I did fuck that girl, but I was entertaining. You know what I'm saying? I apologize. And I love you. I hope you forgive me. My birthday wish just to have you back. Amen. Amen. Listen. That man apologized. Get the fuck out of here. Listen, listen. We talked about this last week, and I felt the way about those. Y'all better be glad I wasn't on with last week's show. Y'all know I got some shit to say. But uh, that man issued an apology, a public apology, if you will. He apologized, and I can't be mad at that. Mm. He did what he thought what he had to do to to take care of his family. He just don't want to be on child support. No, no man wants to be on child support. Never. So. Yeah, trust me. As a man that's been on child support, I I know. And that's the reason why he's doing that shit. I don't think th- I don't think that. Come on, nah. he's like he didn't fuck the girl. Okay, we get it because you got caught before you fucked the girl. I mean, that's... it could be true. Yes, you did not fuck her, but you was about to, my nigga. Uh, I, listen, listen. I get it. You can't. You're stressed. New baby. A lot's going on. I've seen it firsthand with some friends. Lots going on. I get it. You want some nookie? Cool. Seriously? Listen, listen. Far be it from me to judge any man's situation. If, but it doesn't sound like that's their situation because she's upset about it. And I didn't say that that's a situation where it's wrong. Hey, if that's y'all's thing and you, you know, get free passes all the time to go do your thing, cool. But that's not what the situation is. Right. Situation is, it's a monogamous relationship that he stepped outside of. Or tried to. But, but. <clears throat> and he's so sorry. He is. He said it. He's a, so sorry. He said it a thousand times. Does he, he realize what he could end up losing? He you know getting a divorce but he apologized right for partaking in those activities <laughs> that's what he's i'm this telling you what the man said that we're talking about here come on son i'm just telling you gee you can, i can't be the only guy on this one listen he, he apologized for partaking in those activities get the fuck out of <laughs> here that's not gonna work not, uh, it's not gonna work listen I was I was trying to figure this shit out a long time ago. Like just not even just now and what's happening is just like I how y'all go from zero to a hundred that fast. Like one minute it was just both of y'all single doing what the hell y'all wanna do and next you y'all married. And with a baby. Yeah, it won't it won't no dating, none of that. It was straight to it. Not saying I mean, do you either, like a PR stunt? Not, not saying either party is right or but before he got married, he was enjoying the rock star lifestyle. So he got to come and go as he pleased. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, understand, I understand, ladies, you know, once you take those vows and everything, you got to be ready to cut all of that off. For some reason, in today's society, people treat marriage like it's, just a relationship. It's like, all right, well, if the shit don't work out, we can break up and be over with. No, that shit is supposed to be for fucking ever. Mm-hmm. So you're supposed to be, first and foremost, have that mindset. Second, work through any issues that y'all have. It's not just, I right, you fucked up once and it's over with. Not saying that this is the first time that he fucked up. I don't know. Really don't care. Um... <laughs> 
But I think that's something to be taken into account. Everybody's just like, all right, he came out, he apologized. You know, she should or she shouldn't take him back. Like, at the end of the day, that's that it's supposed to be a marriage. And they got a child involved in the middle of it. Mm. If you can fix it, if you can fix it, fuck what all the public got to say about it. If you can fix it and you genuinely feel you can fix it, fix it. Preach. Preach. Now you if, if not, then let the shit die. Like, fill out with all the, the theatrics and all of the shit, all, all of the public spectacles and everything. If it, if it can't be fixed, then I let it go. Well, we haven't but genuinely, the yet. Between them, two, between them two, if they can fuck what anybody else got to say, if them two feel they can fix it, fix it. That That's my stance on the matter. Okay. But well, that's a really good point right there. He called it a blow, though. Hold on, hold on. But that's a good point that you brought up earlier because, you know, the fact that they got their issues and they have to work it out should be in-house. It shouldn't be a public matter because everybody else is not in their relationship. That's what I agree with that as well. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying get the fuck out of here because he's apologizing. My nigga, you could do that in the house. My nigga, you could do that on her doorstep. You ain't got to do that in front of the public or whatever. I can understand that that's probably the only place that he's able to see her without her throwing a fit. But there's other ways to go about it. Now, and, and with that said, that leads us into last night. Mm-hmm. Because. Well, I think. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Wait. Okay. Because after his birthday was this week, he issued, he issued the video. He wants for his birthday with his wife and his kid, which is respect a respectable thing. He's a married man. He wants to spend the birthday with his wife and kid. Very respectable. I understand that. I'm shooting the man bail. I'm shooting him bail. Leave me alone. So Cardi has to show up rolling loud, like I said last night. <coughs> I'm about to say, don't skip the... Um, we're going to it right now. I want to play the video for it, because it, it doesn't... The sound doesn't give the video justice. You have to, I know y'all have seen this on Instagram, where Offset comes to her show, interrupts her show. Was I'm not even I'm not even talking about that one. What you talking about? Keep in mind, he was at twenty one uh, performance with twenty one Savage, oh, and yeah. twenty one Savage, yeah, yeah, like literally got to a point in his show where he was where he had the crowd chanting, um, "Cardi, take him back." Uh-huh. That's that. that let's come, we won't come back to that one because that's a good point. But so Offset was at Cardi's show. Come to her show with roses, signs. Sorry, I'm gonna play the, the video. The audio doesn't give it justice, but I'm gonna play the audio for y'all for, who haven't seen it. Um, yeah, we can play the bullshit. That's some hood shit, though. It could be some New York shit. For y'all who couldn't hear, he said, I just want to let you know I'm sorry, bro. Uh, I love you. And I want to do whatever I got to do to say. Run that back, run that back, run that back. I'm not kidding. Run that back, run that back, run that back. Like I said, the video is better than the audio. Right, I don't think they heard you. Oh, he said, I'm sorry, bro? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He called her bro. You know, within the first. Two sentences. He called her bro. That shit was hilarious. I really am sorry, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. 
He made a mistake, bro. <laughs> I mean, but that could be like a New York relationship. You never know. He's from, he from Atlanta. He's from Atlanta. Stop that. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, they can call each other, bro. It's just, or, a, it's just a young thing. They they don't you know? see it as a as a term of gender. It's just something they said. You know, they don't nah, see it like look. <laughs> that reminds me of the, the the comedy Instagram video that I saw where the dude was walking with the chick, and she was like, "Yo, hold this, bro," and that nigga spazzed. Yeah, and threw her. Threw her shit on the ground, broke it up. He was like, yo, I'm not your bro. I'm trying to take it down. I'm not your bro. Don't call me bro. We've <laughs> like, had that conversation on this show. I hate when females call me bro. Like, come on, bro. Like, first off, I'm not your bro. <laughs> Yeah, you don't you don't get that pass. <laughs> I'm sorry. Exactly. I don't, I don't care if you, don't, if you don't hold me in that. Don't call me fucking bro. Well, I don't know. Y'all seem to give me an exception. Well, you are, so... <laughs> Okay, so I don't know if you've ever called me bro, but I'm going on the record as of right now. Don't ever call me bro. <laughs> so okay, that now if you be like, if you hit me with the yeah, that's my brother. All right, cool. But don't be like, yo, come on, bro. It's more like, hold on, wait a minute, bro. Trying to take it down. Different. No, it's the same thing, bro and bro and bro. It's the same thing. Well, I say bro all the time. So you do, and we've talked that, about that before. That's my thing. Like that's that's like my little catchphrase. <laughs> and Wade was like, we've talked about this before. <laughs> we had this conversation before. <laughs> so, okay, so then that happens, right? Mm-hmm. And Cardi comes off stage, and she has something to say. This first oh, off, let me listen to that. Yeah, hold on, I'm gonna get to it. What I don't like about this whole situation is too much is being played out in the public eye. Exactly. exactly. My point. Too much is being played out. Like, okay, I get. And Offset said, you know, I, I, I embarrass her in public, so I apologize in public. Great, I, I get that. But all of this, like, okay, you fucked up in public, boom. You apologize in public. She says we're over in public. Boom, you apologize in public, boom. You go on stage in front of everybody and apologize in public, boom. She goes back to public again, talk about you some more. Like, at some point, can y'all sit in front of each other and just figure this out? You know what it feels like? What? I agree with that. It feels like after he did whatever he did on stage... That should have been the end of it as far as the public. Anything that happened between them as far as fixing it, not fixing it or whatever, all of that should be behind closed doors until it, if an official divorce happens, the paperwork, you know, ends up in the courtroom. But other than that, y'all chill the fuck out, yeah. <laughs> Sit the fuck down, chill the fuck out. It kind of feels like a Facebook conversation. Like they're going back and forth. <laughs> Like, oh, well, let me reply. And nope, well, let me hit reply. And they just Facebook thugging. That's what it feels like. Everybody's in your business. Right now, everybody knows what's in your relationship. That's never good. I thought when this first broke, I was like, okay, this is fake. That's how I thought everybody does. But the more and more I see this, I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, this is this is really going on in their life. But I'm digressing. Let's let's play Cardi's video, her response. Video. She had a response track. Her response. She had a response track. <laughs> Alright guys, so we don't lie. Don't say nothing stupid. Don't mention the bitch you don't like. Don't mention the niggas you fucking. Y'all know the routine. Well, I don't like uh <laughs> So yeah, y'all. That's why so I'm looking at the internet right now, and I see that this shit is on fire. 
I said this shit is really hot right now. First thing first, I'm a little bit upset because there was supposed to be two artists that were supposed to be coming. Well, that I heard it was supposed to be coming. I was like, oh, yay, thanks, bros. But I guess not. And, you know, I really don't, even though, like, me and my baby father, we not, like, on the right page right now. We not seeing each other eye to eye. I don't want people talking crazy about him because at the end, the nigga like she just really love him and i'm just upset you know because it's just it was just too much first um production was terrible today <coughs> niggas were absent today two niggas was absent today so they was fucking with everything the mic was fucked up okay Clyde, that's no cool and that. so what? i feel bad this why i don't like surprises i always told you unless there's a ring <laughs> like I don't like surprises like that it's just I don't like them it's just I, cause my reaction is just always what I'ma give y'all so yeah goodbye okay so Cardi has a series of videos here I'm not gonna play all these videos you know like I I mean Cardi's cool and all but I don't really like all of the a day in the life of Cardi videos so I know I see a lot of people bashing me because they feeling because I'm defending my baby father. They thinking that I'm going to get getting back together with him. I'm not saying that I'm going to get back together with him. I just don't like that bashing online thing. Just earlier, you just saw how Pete Davidson was talking about how he don't even want to be on this earth because mad people be coming at him every single day. I wouldn't want my baby father to have that feeling because of millions of people be bashing him every day. That's a nasty feeling, and I wouldn't want that. I, God could give me and bring me the most perfect, glamorous, fabulous man. That perfect, glamorous, fabulous, perfect man is not going to love my child the same way her father loves my child. So I don't like that bullshit because I know how painful it is when you have millions of people bashing you every single day. I don't like that. And it doesn't make me feel any better, period. So I know. So what Cardi says brings up an interesting point. And this is what I want to get back to earlier. Cardi doesn't want anybody bashing her, bashing Offset, because she knows it's like for millions of people to bash somebody. Right. But isn't that what's going on with Cardi now? When millions of people are telling her to take Offset back? Like everyone is, it's like a hashtag now. Take back offset. Oh yeah, I did see that earlier. It's not good. That's always just like, what the fuck was going on? Mm. It's, 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 I get it. Like, like yo, I get, especially Atlanta dudes. Y'all stick together. That's fine. But that's their situation. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very few straight Atlanta guys, so they gotta stick together. Facts. But that's their situation. I feel like this, like we, like we just said, this is played out too much in the public eye. We need all of us need to fall back and they need to stop posting videos and just handle what they're going to handle. This is, it's not good for anybody. And I hate that it's, this is what relationships have come to in 2018 slash 19. I mean, huh? Like everything plays out in public. Celebrities. Yeah. That shit ain't got nothing to do with us. But still, 
We're just seeing too much in their relationship. Yeah, we're we're seeing year. way too much. As, as for Matt, yeah, at some point, as we've all said, it just needs to stay to the background, and they need to figure out what the hell they're gonna do. Yeah, and go from there. What? Like at this point, uh, I don't need to see another video. Mm-hmm. I agree. Figured if they stay together, then we'll see him at the next event. Then mind your business. I agree. I agree. Listen, listen. Beyonce took Jay back. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Everybody made some state mm-hmm. Cardi. Hey, hey, look, that nigga Jay had to go on a whole goddamn tour. <laughs> Jay had to ran crazy. Uh, <laughs> he had to go on a whole fucking tour. Uncle Hobo <laughs> over there. Every night, in front of thousands of people, she bashed his ass, and he had to stand there and take that and shit. Take, and, take and, that, and that might be what you have to do. Listen, yeah, yeah. I've, I've never been in that situation. Mm. Fortunately, knock on wood. I'm mm. not saying I'm the greatest of all guys, but I just, <laughs> I've never cheated on a girl, so I've just never had to. Yeah. So, But I know guys who've been through that, and if he wants her back, he's going to have to do what he has to do. Yeah. yeah, we saw Jay went through. Jay went through it. You look, we looked at Hope. We said on this podcast, Hope was like somebody who's got in trouble and <laughs> do what you ever got to do to get back with his girl. <laughs> and that's gonna be offset for the next year or so. Fucking well, obviously, he's cool with it because he's just doing all this unnecessary shit. But that's something else that I've seen that makes me realize how young they are. Like this is some real he's young shit. Ahead of it. That's all it is. He's trying to get ahead of it. Yeah, because he that that, that apology video. Don't they sound bad. like some high school shit? Yeah, it sounds really young. Like it's some real young shit. That's that's what it is. It's like high school, middle school love. Like, oh, I, I messed up. I'm gonna pop up in her class, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. interrupt the class, and give her her Valentine's Day gift early. Oh, I'm gonna go to. Her oh, I went all out for Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, and then so the, he, whole, so the like, whole school talking about it, like. But you know they he, he he was messing with Nikki and she she caught him and then damn I said Nikki I ain't even mean Nikki yeah, like, like that damn un, un, don't crucify me for that I won't think about like we gonna go with Keisha then Keisha <laughs> random but yeah real random um but it's just like I something happened in the lunchroom and now the whole school gossiping and he trying to fix it. So he interrupted her classroom with an extravagant gift or early Valentine's Day gift or whatever to try to, you know, smooth things over. I don't care. I just want to eat my lunch in peace. Yeah, at this point, I really would prefer if they just prefer. I would prefer (laughs) if if they kept it in-house, go to counseling, do what you got to do. I'm not going to tell Cardi to get back, take him back or leave him. Do what's best for y'all. Y'all have a kid involved now. Mm-hmm. Figure this shit out. We just don't have to know about it. Just stop telling everybody. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> just stop telling everybody. Yep. Because that is not going to help the situation at all. At all. The more people involved in the situation, the more issues you're going to have with the situation. All right. So now we can officially get to the rundown half hour into the show. Uh, the, run, <laughs> the rundown. The rundown. The rundown. So as rundown. as everybody knows, uh, we've kind of sworn off Kanye West on this podcast, eh. uh, but he always seems to come back up. It's 
always he always does something we have to talk about. I mean, he's I he's kind of like my Jay Z. Kanye, your Jay Z. My God, that's horrible. No, that's horrible. I mean, in the bad sense. It's horrible. Sound like Jay Z. You're odd that way, <laughs> but uh, for those who've been living under a rock like Ari. Uh, uh, Kanye was it third? Was it Wednesday or Thursday? We go with Thursday. Well, when the when the tweet read started, when the, when the start when the Twitter fingers came out. Um, I think it was Thursday. Let's just go with Thursday. It sounds better for my story. The Thursday, Kanye decides to break the internet, quote unquote. That's what the kids say, and lets off a series of tweets about Drake. Now. When this first started happening, and I saw these tweets. I was like, oh, you can talk about this on the show. I was like, I'm going to read the tweets. But it's like 837 tweets. I'm uh, not reading them. Are you serious? I'm not, I'm not. I'm probably not even exaggerating. Maybe a little. Okay. But no, like, he went the fuck off. But it seems like, and I'm not going to say it started. short ones. I'm not going to say it started with, with the, the push conversation, because we all know this has been going on for years. So I'm not going to say it started there. But... Just to read some highlights, how about that? Because I'm not reading yeah. all these damn tweets. Uh, apparently, Drake called Kanye to threaten him. Drake bought out two rows at the, the Pusha T concert, the two front rows, which is kind of what people talk about doing all the time. I'm just reading some of these tweets here, so y'all got to just bear with me. Because I'm not reading really Why? Why you got that there for a moment? So, keep in mind, going back, Drake never addressed the allegations when Push was like, he got niggas up here throwing beer when he was in Toronto. That, yeah, he, you're right. He never did address that. He never, he never addressed that situation. So, for Ye to pop up and be like, yeah, he brought out the first two rows, doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it puts now, together right there. It does, it does nothing but give validity to what Push already suggested. Yeah. Like, you, you ban out the first front row of my, of my concert for whatever reason, either to shortchange my ticket sales or to make sure that every nigga in the front row that's, has access to me. Like that's if you don't have niggas throwing beer, that's some bitch shit. Exactly. If you putting out a hit, alright, that's some mob shit. Either way, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can go on for a minute. You good? I'm sorry, you good? Um, <laughs> continuing on with some of the tweets. Ye says since the pool line, he's been trying to poke at me and fuck with me. So Drake, if anything happens to me or anyone from my family, you are the first stu- suspect. So cut the tough talk. I got a family. I'm just, I'm just telling you. I got a family and kids. Six nine is locked up. Triple X is dead. That kid that ran on stage is in the hospital. Okay, he sounds like he just lost his dog, and this, he wants to tell the public about it. This is Kanye. This is Kanye. You know Kanye. Come on, man. But he sounds like he just got kidnapped. Like he's writing a ransom letter or some shit. <laughs> For what? What did this man do to him? 
I, I can read some more. That that man's scared of his boots. Listen, I can read some more I because can't. this is this <laughs> I can't. this these tweets are like I say it's, it's at least I'm exaggerating with eight hundred. Sounds scared, but maybe a hundred. Easy. <laughs> we can tell you it's, you're fighting, but cool. I, I, matter of fact, I'll save that comment for later on in the rundown because we got other things that's yeah. gonna happen in the rundown. Yeah. And that comment holds true for all of that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. We <laughs> Hold on. Hey, I'm gonna read some more just really, really fast here. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, "You're mad at me for something I didn't do. I would never mention your blank." He actually puts blank. His son. Oh, okay. Uh, to the right is on site. Saint stays to the right, bro. Never, never threaten, never threaten North Saint and Chicago's dad, bro. Trust God, bro. God sees all. Stop the act. Cut the program. <laughs> Fear no man. Nobody's scared of anything but God. You would be so sad if anything ever happened to me, Drake. This is what they want. This is a man speaking to a man that has been placed in the program to fuck with Kanye West. And set me up. Are these all different tweets? Yes, these are all different tweets. I'm just you reading. You know what it sounds like? Let me finish. Let me finish. Chicken soup for Kanye. Let me finish. These tweets are not emotional. Yeah. Listen. I'm yay, bro. Remember that. Mm-hmm. I love you. I will never intentionally hurt you. That's what I've been saying to you. This year has been really tough on, and you have had it added to confusion. Leave me and my family alone, bro. But you're playing into it. Why? A false runner? A beat? And. It goes on and on. There's like, I'm literally, I'm, I'm not exaggerating, y'all. There's like at least a hundred tweets for over a, a two-day time attention, period. Apparently, did he get it? Drake still has a response. He's trying to get his attention. Drake never said anything, and then even it's a video where TMZ saw Kanye oh, and tried to ask him about it, and he literally oh. took off warning. He started running. Kanye also says there will never be a Drake without a Kanye West. So never come out your mouth with a threat. Mm. Is that debatable? I thought that was a, I thought out of all this, that was a very good point. There would never be a Drake without a Kanye West. There would never be this form of Drake without Kanye West. Because Kanye made it cool to kind of be so, I disagree. You disagree with it? Yeah, that's just me. I disagree. I don't, I don't really... I never put Drake and Kanye in in the same realm as far as Drake's career depended on Kanye. I, I, never, I never saw that. I never looked at it that way. And I think Drake would have been would be a star in his own right if Kanye never came out. And see, it might have took him longer. And but, that's what I'm saying. I think, and I, think clarify, I think this version of Drake would not exist without Kanye West. I think Drake is talented enough where he would be a star, like you said, but I don't think he would be this Drake. Well, good. What do you mean good? What do you mean? I mean, his, his music's okay. Cause but... Ari's like good because I'm tired of this Drake. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like the Drake that was, you know, throwback Drake. Throwback Drake? Is there a throwback Drake? Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, there's a throwback Drake. Give me an example of a throwback Drake song. 
Yeah, well, like throwback, when it first came out. Throwback Drake is um um thank me later Drake. Yeah. Um, damn, what was I the name of the um but, the first project, the very first joint? Thank me later. Are oh, you talking about comeback season and all that? Or um yeah. Um, what was what was the joint that everybody know? You're the best. That that joint. You're the best. You're the fucking best. That's when you had Trey songs when you was with Trey real hard. Yeah. You talking about that, that stuff? That, that song's just because, my head. because the first time I ever, the first time I ever heard Drake was on Replacement Girl with Trey. Well, the Replacement Girl track with Trey songs. Right. That was the first time I ever heard Drake, and I was like, "Yo, okay, oh, you know, he, he decent, nigga, you rap." Yeah, yeah. And then he the the whole his first mixtape came out with Wayne on it and all of that. I can't think of think of the name of it right now. It's escaping me. So you know, forgive me for that. I but that's, season. that's throwback Drake. That's throwback. So okay, we're, we're talking about. Well, we we I think we've all documented, and I think the industry's documented. Drake took a change with um. If you if you read this is too late, I think that's when Drake changed. Of course it is. That's that's the point. We can point to that album saying Drake changed his whole style Conspiracy right there. Conspiracy theory, Ari. But even even with that, that album. Which technically it was a mixtape, but it gets album credit. Um, if you read this, it's too late. He spazzed all over that whole project on on some rap shit, though. But then after that, you know, just projects that he's dropped has been subpar. It's been a lot of bullshit. It's been a lot of singing. It's been a lot of features and all that. I, I don't want to hear that. If I'm buying a Drake project, I want to hear Drake. Okay. I want to hear Dra- I want to hear throwback Drake. I guess this is what I'm saying. I want to hear throwback Drake. I mean, but Drake was even That's saying during the live throwback Drake. Throwback Drake. You got to go listen to old albums. Like Jay said, shit, you want you want the old Jay, you got to listen to the old Jay. Mm. So we're saying, I think we're not the only people that have said this before. The line of demarcation with Drake is, if you're reading this, it's too late. It, it might be too late. Everything before then was, quote unquote, throwback Drake is what we're saying. Mm. And this is now new Drake. Like new new Coke, yeah. new Pepsi, new Sprite, whatever. I think. Yeah, this is mumble Drake. That's when he probably changed who he started hanging with, I'll say. <laughs> was that the birth of OVO? Is that I what, thought it was because to your to your point before then it was Young Money and all that you know and mm-hmm. I, that might have been the first time I I gotta listen to that album again That's just why to I hear said it. Conspiracy theory, all right, but he started changing who he started hanging with. His crowd started changing. His style started changing. A whole bunch of shit started changing. His music, half of it's trash and then half of it's good. When you know back in the day it was like, huh, okay, like you didn't have to really skip over five songs. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. That's hard when you listen to a project, you see people like five songs, like, oh, I don't like this one. I like this one. I like this one. I like this one. Oh, this is all right. I've never, that's horrible. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, but the old Drake, you like, okay, okay. Skip one. Okay, okay. You know. Five songs, damn. No. Oh. Damn, all right. You're tough, are you tough? <laughs> um, <laughs> so here's one thing I wanted to say about the, um, the tweets here, mm-hmm. something that bothered me and jumped out at nobody's really said anything about that's kind of jumped out at me. When Drake, when Kanye says 
straight threat in my family. I don't think that can be misquoted. You know what I mean? Like he said, Drake threatened my family. He literally typed that. That's not a me making that up. I want to retweet again. He didn't say when he just said he threatened my family. What I meant, the point I'm getting at is Kim the next day tweeted Drake didn't threaten my family. So nobody's talking about that, but that's kind of fucked up. No, like that's your husband. You supposed to, if you're not going to be on his side, don't say nothing. Like she deliberately tweeted. I, I'm going to read the tweet. Cause I, yeah, I but she probably don't want no freaking heat. If it's really not, I like, can dig that, but that's still your husband. And considering Kanye's mental state, if he saw that out, I, I, she was he, probably telling him to stop motherfucking tweeting and his ass kept motherfucking tweeting. So yeah. her ass was like, all right, man, let me straighten some shit up real quick. Here's what she says. My husband is the most brilliant person, the most genius person that I know. He has broken so many boundaries, everything from music, stage, design, fashion, and culture and will continue to change the world. Drake never threatened my husband or our family. He paved the way for there to be a Drake. Verbatim. Her friends help her write that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, yeah. no. Deadass. She ain't come up with that shit on her Somebody own. was saying Kanye wrote it. <laughs> From her account, Kanye got her photos like, here you go. This what you, you said in this out. Um, to me, I would look at my wife funny. If I'm saying Drake threatened me and she goes behind me, Drake never threatened me. Like, bitch, what did I just say? <laughs> I was like, bitch, what did I just say? Oh, would, what the I'm hell? not even lying. I'm like, what I just said. What you, you going behind me now? What are you doing? I would. Yo, I swear fine. to God, I would. I would. I would swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucked up. I know, but I would. I would really say that. I really would. And then we not get into the Ariana Grande part of this conversation, mm-hmm. which which led into a whole other situation that Cardi actually alluded to earlier. What happened? Okay, so you listen to it like you you a fan. Like, I don't know what happened. Tell me what happened, Wade. Uh, <laughs> so, Ariana Grande, in the midst of all this, and I gotta pull, I'm gonna pull the tweet up because I'm quoting these people directly. So, let me pull this up. Uh, in the midst of Kanye's. What, what do I wanna say? Just Twitter fingers. Can I just say Twitter fingers? Mm-hmm. What's that Twitter fingers? Okay. So in the midst of Kanye's Twitter, that's, that's that still goes back to Meek. <laughs> I don't care how yeah, old we, that we is. Yeah. Meek. We, we like Meek now. So, okay. So in the midst of Kanye's Twitter fest, mm-hmm. that's, that's good. Let's say that. Ariana Grande tweets out, um, while y'all are entertaining these two grown men arguing online, don't forget I have a new song out. Long. And that was, that was stupid on her part. That's why I said, Wah. that was, first of all, my life, my life goes on on social media. Mm-hmm. So for her to specifically pick that situation and address it and wiggle in her, her new song, that was just fucking petty. Let me, I'm going to read that and, quote. She said two grown men. The only person who was saying anything was yay. Nobody else. No, it was no other grown man saying anything. I mean, I have the tweet here. So, it is that tweet. Here we go. Guys, this is my Ariana group. Voice. Guys, I know they're grown men arguing online right now, but Miley and I are dropping our beautiful new songs tonight, 
So y'all could please just behave for just a few hours so the girls can shine. That'd be so sick. Thank you. That's what Ariana. That's what she said. Ew, what she she says. really said that? That's, verbatim. Read that makes my stomach hurt. <laughs> that was Ariana Grande. That's what Ariana Grande. That's what she said. She said. Kanye responds. Why do you say her voice like that, that's, though? I don't, I don't know how she sound or her. Uh, <laughs> Kanye yeah, that's, that's what I'm laughing at. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the Kanye responds. I know Ariana said this to be cool and didn't mean no harm, but I don't like even the slightest level of slight commentary from someone I know loves and respects me. Hmm? That's what Kanye says. Repeat that one more time. Okay. I know Ariana said this to be cool and didn't mean no harm, but I don't even, I don't like even the slightest slight of comment. What? Commentary from someone I know loves and respects me. Essentially, don't shade me when I know you love me. She responds again. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. oh, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. She, I'm not going to read her response yet. Kanye kept tweeting. He tweeted some more to her. He says, all this foolishness weighed on my mental soul. Ariana Grande, he asked her this time. You know I got love for you, but until you're ready to make sure everyone's okay, don't use me or this moment to promote a song. I'm able to experience firsthand how people have gotten mental health issues and get written off by society. Don't listen to him because he's crazy. He's watched because he's crazy, etc. Don't ever choose to end up in a mental hospital and diagnosed with a mental disorder, but God chose me to go through it publicly. <laughs> this journey and it's beautiful. He oh, but come on, Kanye. At first he was making okay, 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 okay. He's still tweeting. I'm skipping a bunch of his tweets because he's getting on my nerves. I don't even want to read. Okay, he was, he said all that. So he said all that, right? Ariana responded. No, actually, no. Ariana responded. Pete Davidson, Ariana's ex, responded. To him? Yes. What the fuck? But <clears throat> he, but he responded in a in a a, a good way. I want to say. Um, uh, <laughs> where are we at? Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. Okay. Bravo, Kanye, for standing up for for yourself and speaking against. Speaking out against mental health, I can't explain to you enough how difficult and scary it is to be honest about stuff like this. We need people like Kanye. No one should ever feel like they have fingers fingers pointed at them. Ah! Ooh. No one should ever point fingers at you for your bravery in speaking about mental health. I'm seriously disgusted. Pete Davidson said this. Which is a slight slight against Ariana, of course. That's his ex. Her ex. Whatever, whatever. She responds... With all due respect, oh, Ariana, we're on a voice. With all due respect, that's a whack oh voice, right? I don't like that. With all due respect, I don't need to use anyone to promote anything, period. I made a comment about what men were doing at the time versus women. It was a joke, which I understand now was probably insensitive. I apologize if I was in any way triggering and hope you feel well today. You could have totally just had Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over here. You should have read that. You the girl. Right. That was my point. Um, but here's the thing. And then some people respond to Ari, Ariana Grande. Not Ari. Ariana Grande. 
saying things to her, whatever, whatever. We don't care about that. I'm not reading all that. Here's where it gets interesting. Mm. Pete Davidson posts a note. I really don't want to be on this earth anymore. Mm. I'm doing my best to stay here for you, but I actually don't know how much longer I can last. All I, all I try to do is help people. Just remember I told you so. What the fuck kind of suicide note is that? He, he tweets this. So half the internet goes crazy. Like Nicki Minaj. Go give this man some love. My God. Uh, Not the uh, Wade. My God. My God. So everybody's tweeting about Pete Davidson because he's trying to... Apparently, it felt like it was a suicide note. Ariana, it sounds like one. Yeah, Ariana Grande says she's outside his house making sure he's okay. She's not going anywhere. Uh, I hate the internet so much. Sending love. Um, but apparently, he went to Saturday Night Live to work on his show. Uh... So it's a bunch of nonsense. Hold on, let me let me not be insensitive about mental health. Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande are not our demographic, so I don't put them, put them to the side. Put I was them to the wondering side. where this was going. I'm just how one conversation between not even between Kanye talking about Drake. It's like high school. Yeah, it's essentially like high school. Kanye sitting there talking about Drake, and people jumping in having real life consequences like if pete actually killed himself we'd all been fucked up what's going on between drake and kanye i don't know but they stay next door to each other well five minutes away or some proximity they have houses in california together i don't know why this bullshit is going on i'm sick of it honestly i feel like this is an attention seeker from both of them. Not so much Drake because he hasn't really said anything, but I feel like Kanye is playing this. He's using this for for marketing. Both of them. Of course, because you know, uh, Ye didn't drop his album. Remember he decided to hold on to it? It was an album that he was going to drop. And he did a performance with uh, Cuddy. And he tweeted, uh, being on stage with Cuddy, you know, was, you know, it, it just basically flashed him back to what really, what music was about. So he was like, I'm not going to release my album. I'm going to still work on it. So whatever album he was talking about releasing, he still has not released. And I hate to say that, he does all it is for a project, but I mean, his track record shows that that's normally the case. And that's, that's my issue. I feel like, and I, I know I just read this whole thing about mental health, but I feel like this is deliberate. I don't feel like he's screaming for help. I feel like he's screaming for attention. That's two different things. But it's gotten to a point where everybody understands that about Kanye for the most part. Like outside of quote unquote him having mental health issues, which I still don't back. Call me insensitive or what have I feel he is not too much difference between him and a you know the average black male in society at this point. So if he has mental health issues, all of us do. And I'm not, I'm not saying that to be insensitive. I'm not saying that to uh, 
downplay anything. I'm not. Because I do believe there are, there are situations and things that we don't deal with as a community and, you know, affects us. You know, that's a whole different conversation that we can have. I say that to say his antics at this point, the shenanigans that he does, is expected to a certain degree. It's just like, oh, that's, that's Ye being yet. And I'm sick of the shit. It's got to be deeper than that if they live five minutes away from each other. But that's what I'm saying. If they live so close to each other, if they have houses, okay. Say Drake doesn't live in that house all the time. He has a house five minutes away from Kanye. Mm -hmm. Like, it's nothing for you to go to that man and talk to that man. They've had songs about how close they stay to each other. Well, that's probably... Just like Snoop Snoop said. (laughs) Go see that nigga in public. Go see that nigga in person. Well, he hasn't done anything in public yet. Maybe he's waiting for the right moment. Not sure. But, you know, Ye's just doing the most. Like I said, it doesn't feel like, and I hate that he's using that mental health angle. It doesn't feel like that. It feels like he wants attention. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's look at me, look at me, look at me, instead of help me, help me, help me. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? And and I, I don't like that because people really have mental health issues. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just sat here and talked about Pete Davidson feels like he doesn't want to be here anymore. Now, I understand where you're coming from because it's not to say that he doesn't have a mental health issue. It's just that that has nothing to do with all of his tweets. Exactly. And he talked about mental health in his tweets, and I'm not going to read all his tweets for y'all. But he talked about that and extensively about how he's not on his meds anymore and he's clear for the first time and Yeah, he could feel the music again and all this and the third. And why bottom line, Kanye ain't been right since his mom died. Every, and everyone says that. Everyone says that Kanye hasn't been right since his mom passed. Like that's a big thing for for any person to lose the person that they care for the most in their life, the person that's been there their their entire life. That's a difficult thing for anybody. If you do not acknowledge that, if you do not grieve properly, yes, people, there is a proper way for you to grieve the loss of somebody. I don't I don't care what anybody there's a part you have to allow that pain in. If you do not allow that pain in it's going to manifest in other ways. And I feel like that's what's been going on with Ye for a while. He hasn't wrapped his head around certain things. My personal opinion, you know, the words of Jesus, uh, y'all can crucify me in the comments if y'all want to. Again, I'm not downplaying mental health because that's part of mental health if you do not allow that pain to to come in and confront it and grieve and it run its course it will manifest in different ways that can possibly make you seem off I think the big thing for me I've seen it from people in my neighborhood 
the big thing for me in this whole situation is not so much Drake and Kanye. It's it's Kim tweeting that shit. Like that's his wife, man. <laughs> come on, like come on. Am I wrong? G, am I wrong in this? Like I don't get why nobody's talking about this. If I say <laughs> she's not a wife. Give a fuck what nobody say. If I say Yo, this man just threatened They're married, but she's not a wife. She don't she don't support him. I I don't feel like she stands up for him really. That's what I'm saying. If I just if I say, listen, not even my wife, if I come out here and say somebody just threatened me and my homeboy, somebody said no he didn't, I'm I'm, I'm what the fuck is wrong with you? What did I just say? What the fuck I just said? And my wife says this? That's your fucking response to that? Yeah, like, nigga, what the fuck I just said? What the fuck? Did I just say? You, so you could, you, now, now me and you got issues because you're telling, you're telling people that you think I'm lying or you're calling me a liar or you don't have my back. You're my wife, mother of my children. You don't have my back. I just told you this man threatened me. You said, no, he didn't threaten me. Bitch, what? But what, what if he didn't threaten them? Then shut your mouth there and have my back. <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth and have my back. So just don't say nothing. <laughs> if you don't agree with what I'm saying, then don't say nothing. <laughs> don't, don't say a fucking thing. Don't go. I'm gonna, don't take, go. Your, I'm gonna take your phone. Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna talk for you. Give me your phone. Mm. You don't go. Come on. You don't go. You gotta have a united front. You don't go and get your husband. I I don't get why nobody's talking about that. But that's something that struck me. Like wow, I can't believe she did that. I can't believe she did that. Mm. But. I'm sure more is going to happen before this week's out. Shit, more well, will happen. Shit, I, even I, I give you, a, I give you an update right now. Apparently, oh, <laughs> apparently, uh, she's had enough of him tweeting <laughs> and just wants him off of Twitter. <laughs> That's literally the quote. Just wants him off of Twitter. Kim Kardashian has had it with Kanye West's tweeting and reportedly just wants him off of Twitter. I mean, I can't argue with that. But shit, that's your husband. You support that man. You knew who Kanye was before you married him. And I have a strong belief that you made him this way. <laughs> she did. So, I, I, I truly believe she did. So deal with it. So let's continue on because we've talked, we've used like 20 minutes on each one. We had a whole show to do here. I want to get into the Kodak Black Ebro situation. For those who don't know, Uncut Nation, Kodak Black is an uh, artist. And I get, I don't want to explain Kodak Black. I can't do that. He has songs from, he's from Florida. He has the nice songs. He's young, he's like 21, 22. He's a young kid. He's a young kid. Uh, Sniper Gang. I fuck with Sniper Gang, so fuck with you. Shout that out. Uh, he had an interview with Ebro from Hot 97. Uh, Kodak Black has recently been charged with some sexual assault um, allegations, as it were, from someone. And since he has his album coming out, you know, most artists do a promo run. They go to different radio stations to talk about their album. Mm-hmm. It's, we've seen this for years. This is what happens in the industry. So, apparently... During his interview with Hot 97, Ebro, the program director or lead mic on Ebro in the Morning Show, had some questions regarding the sexual assault allegation. And I'm going to play the clip here. 
so y'all can hear where things went left. We'll change which subject? Whatever. Like, well, no, so they tried to change the subject. They was talking about the moon land. That's bullshit, too. Uh, talk well, about something else. Well, I was saying, I, I think... Well, we don't I, have to talk about nothing else. We could be done right here. All right, we're going. Ain't that been a drill? Okay, mm-hmm. that's that's a whack clip. Uh, sorry about that, y'all. That's a whack. I didn't even hear what was going on. Let me let's let's find a better clip. Here we go. Okay. I am gone. Come on, y'all. <laughs> I'm finding these whack clips, and I apologize, Uncarnation. I had a clip and it was saved, and now it's not saved anymore. Essentially. brought it up I feel like <clears throat> sometimes when niggas like be going through shit like y'all be entertained by bullshit you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. or like change the subject I'm finna walk out we'll change which subject it's whatever like no they tried to change the subject they was talking about the moon land that's bullshit too they uh-huh. talking about something else well, I was saying, I, I think... Well, we don't have to talk about nothing else. We could be done right here. All right, I'm gone. Hey, listen. Lots of bummer. Nice shirt. Okay. Try to get the part where Ebro... Well, basically, Ebro started asking him about his sexual assault allegations. And for those who haven't been involved in any um criminal-type activities, let's say that, you know, when you have cases pending and certain things you can't say and cannot say, because stuff is pending. You don't be used in court or whatever have you. Mm. And um, Kodak Black has said, hey, I don't want to talk about that. Let's talk about something else. Rosenberg tried to change the subject to talk about the moon landing and other wild shit. That's when Kodak said, that's bullshit. Let's talk about something else. Then Ebro said, hey, we can just be done right here then. You ain't going to talk about nothing. Let's just leave it right here. Kodak Black said, cool. Say less. I'm out. A lot of people have taken... It's two sides of this. People are saying Ebro should have never asked that question. He knows the man's in a legal situation. So people are saying Kodak should have known that question was coming because he's doing a press run and he handled it wrong. What I ask you guys and Uncut Nation out there, based upon what you've heard, and I know these are not great clips, what do you, who do you think was in the wrong? Both. How so? Explain. Like, like, at the end of the day, both sides is doing their job. Like, with the whole... Kodak should have known that that question was going to come up, ultimately. Just like... The reason why he should have known that was going to come up is because that's something you're going through right now. People are going to want to talk about it. Ebro was going to ask the question because people want to know. Because it's current. So do you the feel fucked like up he... part that most people don't know is prior to an interview, the publicist of who's ever been interviewed usually gives a certain outline of the questions that can and cannot be asked. Usually. So he could have handled so, the situation better? 
like this go we can we can take this all the way back to the Chris Brown situation with him and Rihanna when he spazzed on um one of the talk shows. Because they specifically said the only way he's gonna do the interview is if you don't ask about that situation. They agreed and when he was being interviewed they asked about the situation. So he flipped out. Some interviews it, it, not some. The majority of interviews have an outline to them. All right, we're going to start with this. We're going to get into this. We're going to get into this. We're going to touch on this. We're going to move on. There's certain topics that are not supposed to be discussed. Ebro knew that. There's no fucking way he didn't know that. But he decided to ask anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't think Kodak handled it wrong. He didn't try to dance around the question or anything. He just flat out was like, yo, I, I feel like y'all get entertained off a certain shit. Like, he's, he's, he spoke his piece on it. Like, I can't address that, court, that question directly the way that I would like to because I'm currently in the situation, but I feel like y'all just getting off on this shit. Like, this, this shit is funny to y'all. But I don't want to talk about that. We can't talk about that. Let's move on to something else. And then Ebro want to poke out his chest like, well, you ain't going to tell me, you, like, you can't dictate what I'm going to talk about on my show. So Kodak was like, well, shit, we can be done right here. He was like, all right, fine. I don't think any of that was handled wrong, except the majority on Ebro's part. Because if that conversation took place off air, that these are certain questions that you can and can't ask, stay away from this topic, and you decided to go there anyway, then how, how the shit came out in the public's eye makes you look like a fucking idiot. So, Ari, from what you heard, what, what do you think? Mm-hmm. From what you just heard, what do you think? As far as Ebro and Kodak, who do you think was right, wrong, indifferent? Oh. Hmm. No, um, I'm not sure. It's just I feel like he should have probably known that it was coming considering that he has a history of having drama with other celebrities. Um, That he touches on subjects that he shouldn't touch on with people. He has a history of drama. So, I mean, he, he could have just had some... I mean, now... He didn't really say anything wrong, though. He didn't say anything wrong by saying, I don't want to talk about that. I mean, he could have probably said, you know I can't talk about that. But it means the same shit. It all means the same thing. Yeah. I'm not talking about it. I, I kind of, no, I kind of, I'm, I'm floating in between y'all two. Like, and then, I mean, he says, so you could leave. I stand by. Essentially, yeah. Like, at the end of the day, it's an interview like they need him. You don't get the interview done, that's on them. They need him for that interview, right? Mm -hmm. The interview's about him. Mm -hmm. They need him more than he needs them. He can always do another interview somewhere else. And he did. (laughs) My point. Yeah. It's not really going to affect him either way, 
but you asking him to leave just because he doesn't want want to talk about something, you know, legal, or you feel like maybe it's personal and he doesn't want to talk about it or whatever. I just feel like he was a little too butthurt. Um, and then all of a sudden ask him to leave. That's some girl shit. That, that's yeah, yeah. I used you I used to that he actually left. Cause appreciate Ebro's show. I'm starting to question his motives now. That's been a sentiment around the internet lately too. Because Ebro is the same person at, that had the letter from the police. Exactly. Same person. He sounds like an informant. It's it's like I, so it's been joked about for a long time that Vlad is the feds. So you do an interview with Vlad and you you say certain shit, the feds gonna come get you. Right. Which unfortunately has happened to people who did interviews with Vlad. Yes. People um, who themselves. Ebro is starting to border in that in that realm. Like all of his interviews lately have been on some legal shit. It's gotten, like, even shit, even when he interviewed LMA, it was on some legal shit about the whole uh, her and Jacquees shit as far as the music. It's always a legal underlying tone to his interviews lately. I don't like that shit. I think I fall in between both of y'all. Like, I agree that both parties are at fault. I think both of them were wrong. But... I also understand Kodak is 21 years old, and if you talk to most 21-year-olds, they don't know how to articulate themselves well enough to say, hey, you know, man, legally, I can't talk about this. He said, he said that in his way. Like, you know, I won't talk about it. He said that. Mm. And if not, he didn't say it like you said, G. I'm sure they had a production meeting, just like we had before every show. Just like I'm sure yeah. his promoters or his manager said, hey, Ebro, there's certain things we can't talk about, certain talk points we can't talk about. I'm sure this all happened. And mm-hmm. Ebro decided to do it anyway. Which as a history of Yeah, as a journalist, I'm not even mad at that either. You have your your job is sometimes to ask the tough questions. I get that. I mean he he's doing it he's doing with in that in that instance, he's doing with his job title requires. Did he really? Because at because at the end of the day, when he asked him a question and he didn't answer, he got pissed off and was like, I then leave. That and that's where Ebro's at fault at. That's where Ebro Yeah, that, that was just him being a bitch. See, you asked the question, I get it. You asked the question, okay, move on. Right. Oh, we could be done right now. Who the fuck are you? Right. It's like, <laughs> that's yeah, where Ebro that's fucked up at. That was him that was him poking his chest out exactly. and stomping his feet. Because, oh, you ain't going to tell me what I can do on my show. Exactly. This is, this is mine and I run this. Nigga, no, you don't. That's that's where I side with Kodak on because Ebro fucked up. That wasn't necessary. None of that was necessary. Ebro fucked up. Not at all. And I'll bring up another another radio personality. And I love her work. I love how she interviews. Angie Martinez. Of course. Everybody loves Angie. <laughs> Angie will ask the questions that people want to know 
even if they're not supposed to be asked. But if she, if if you say, I I can't talk about this, you know, let's not discuss this. Angie not gonna get pissed off. She's just gonna be like, all right, well, I understand. Let's move on, and she'll continue on. Exactly. That's that's good journalism. That that's a good interviewer. Why why is why Ebro poking out his chest? Oh well, we could be done right now. Yeah. Like nigga, we not outside. Yeah. This ain't your ball. <laughs> like, what are you talking exactly. about? Well, I take my ball right now. That's what. Yeah, that's where I feel like this ain't your ball, homie. It's not. This ain't your court. I want to say I take it your back. Face, like, look, you might be the face of the show. You it might be your name. You don't own the fucking building. You don't own none of the equipment in there. It's not your ball. Chill the fuck out. Because if you look at Kodak's other interviews. Chilling. He had an interview the next day with the Breakfast Club, or later on, it was perfectly fine. But it wasn't anything derogatory that he had said. He just said, "I don't talk about it." Yeah. And and to be honest with you, I don't know if it's a young thing. I don't know if there's a more professional way that to say I don't want to fucking talk about something. I mean, but I would have said the same thing if somebody's interviewing me and I don't want to talk about something. I don't want to talk about that. I think I think coming from where we come from, you know, you come from the hood, you. At at twenty one, you always don't have the best ways to communicate to these people. Mm. Shit, now I still don't communicate effectively. So he may not have he may not have said what he needed to say professionally in that environment. But he still said, "Hey, let's change the subject." I can't talk about. It. He said, he literally said, I, "I want to change the subject," and he said, "Why?" He said, "Okay, <laughs> this is why. I feel like I'll take advantage of y'all get the kicks out of when people go through shit. So let's change the subject." And then that's when Ebro, well, you can leave right now. Let me be over. Say less. <laughs> like for all the shit I give people for being assholes, I don't think Kodak did anything wrong. That's what I'm saying. He didn't. He did nothing wrong at all. Like, like I said, I'm not mad at Ebro for asking the question because hey, you're a journalist, you ask hard hitting questions. I get it. Totally get that. What I am mad at is the follow up. I am mad at the oh we can be done right now then. You never tell me what I can ask. Fit after the fact. Yeah, I'm not nah, shut the fuck up. Not your ball home. <laughs> nah, I'm not I'm not with <laughs> Yeah, that's that's essentially what he did. Oh, oh well you can leave right now. I can't get control of one. You can leave right now, homie. <laughs> like, come on, man. It's like cool. Yeah, he was like, cool, say less. <laughs> It's it's an empty threat that somebody you know when somebody said man we can do this right now you you hoping they say no mm. but they really say yeah you're like oh, okay say less I'm out <laughs> yeah because now he looking stupid <laughs> but the crazy thing is I don't think anything's gonna come of it it's gonna be to talk about it for a couple of days and by by Wednesday we're not gonna talk about it no more but Ebro like we said earlier has a history of doing this he he that depends on if one of I disagree with that way something about it. During the week, if Ebro decides to say something slick out of his mouth in reference to what just happened, and Kodak gets whipped for that, I'm pretty sure he's gonna say something back. Well, to your point, Kodak, not Kodak, Kodak's big homie, quote unquote, Trick Daddy has something to say. Mm. Let's play that clip. We got clips. Let me tell you radio niggas something. Y'all getting out of line. Ebro, you disrespected a homie. You tried a young nigga. Kodak, my little nigga, nigga. The 
if nobody ain't gonna step up, nigga, I'm gonna step up, nigga. I won't, I won't smoke, nigga. You get on the radio, you supposed to be an older nigga. You supposed to be a nigga that's supposed to lead these niggas not into temptation. You supposed to get these niggas and put them under your wing and teach them the right from wrong. But your bitch ass, you trying to be a fake ass Charlemagne. There's only one Charlemagne in God, pussy. Kick Kodak name out your mouth and stop bringing up shit you know the little homie cannot talk about on the radio, bitch ass nigga. And watch your motherfucker. All right, yes, yeah, no. Oh, um, okay. I gotta say this. Trick won't smoke. I cut it off by my fault, y'all. I gotta say this. He gonna get flued out. (laughs) Yeah, he said a bunch more, but I cut it off. I I (laughs) what pissed me off about Trick video, and he made valid points in his own. Because it was edited. No, no. What pissed me off is that all the fuck shit that happens in Florida, all the fuck shit that happens in Florida. But this that's what, what you Trick choose to speak on. Yeah, this is what Trick Daddy won't talk about. George Zimmerman. I hear Trick Daddy then. All the fuck shit that happens in Florida. All these Florida fucking rappers. And this is what y'all want to speak on? That's what pissed me off about that. Other than that. I, I don't like to speak ill of any man when he's not able to defend himself. Zimmerman should have been go. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't that, say that's my stance on the matter. Again, the words of G is the words of G and you know, don't hold Ari and Wade accountable for him. But half the time they don't know what I'm gonna say till I say the shit. I the fuck the behalf, by the way. Listen. But no, Wade, I definitely agree with you. Like, out of everything that's been going on, this is what you decide to just step out on your soapbox about. It's it's a dead issue after he did the Breakfast Club interview. Next next topic, let's move on. But you didn't, now you won't smoke. My thing, um, you about to get, look, about to get out, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm not gonna say anything because my dad lives in Florida, and you know, I'd be down there. But uh, I just don't like that. But let's move on because we're running, we're like way over time already. We have like eight thousand things to talk about. We're gonna cut this short. Short. I did want to get into, and I'm not playing any more clips. So, <laughs> the big thing that happened last week on the internet. This happened immediately after our show. Uh, Jacquees from Trippin' Remix fame <laughs> went on the internet and decided to claim him, claim himself the king of R&B for this generation. I want to make sure I quote him rightly. The king of R&B for this generation. And that, of course, sent the internet in a tailspin. Everyone wants to be king now. Everyone wants to say who the kings are. And just like everybody else, I think we all have our list of who that would be and I don't think Jack Weiss is on any of our list fuck no <laughs> no I'm sorry generation and I don't Jack Weiss is in my top five of nothing I mean even if you said this generation the caveat being this generation even in this generation his generation he's not in my top five <laughs> I, would still, I would still say Chris 
Chris Brown, yeah, I guess Chris Brown is still considered this generation. Exactly. Keep in mind, right, so Chris and Trey are not in Jacquees's generation. You don't think, hold on, you don't think Chris is in Jacquees's generation? Who, who uh? I do. I don't. That's okay. Because that's why I said the question. I posed the question of who. And and the reason why I say that is because Chris has been out long enough. Chris has been out since he was seventeen. Right. He's been out long enough. He's shit. Uh. Been out for more over ten years. Yeah. How many years? Chris been out years, years before. I wouldn't put him. I wouldn't. I would not belittle Chris Brown and put him in Jacquees's generation. Well, I'm I'm reversed. I'm putting Jacquees in Chris Brown's generation. <laughs> I'm saying Jacquees comes under the reign of Chris. Like for me, in my head, it kind of goes like like in my lifetime, R and B is kind of like um start with Bobby from Bobby, um R Kelly, R Kelly, Usher. Usher, Trey, Trey, Chris, Bobby. Chris was out. Chris was out before Trey. Right, but he wasn't popping like Trey had a moment when when couldn't nobody fuck with Trey. He's kind of died down now, but it's, it's, it's still in Virginia, by the way. Uh, okay, but who else is in Jacquees's generation? But that's that's I guess that's the point of contention here. What it are we? We're not saying Chris then. We're saying Chris is not part of that generation. Then who? Who's in? Because nobody's making really R and B music right now, anyway. Yeah, because I mean, like, he's the king of what? How? Like, he's the best bullfighter in Delaware. It doesn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, who? Let's name. Okay, let's do this then. New R and B acts in the last five years. Who? Mm-hmm. Bryson Tiller. Okay, let me think clearly. You're the R and B expert. Him. No, we can't count him. Why not? Because him was a rip off of her. Okay. He wasn't even original. And Jacquees does nothing but cover other people's music. <sighs> if you want to be real about it. I can't count him. I, I can't okay. count him. Um, I'm going through my phone. Let me see. Let's see. In the last five, I can't count Rico Love because he's older. Anderson Pack? No. Pack is not. I I wouldn't put Pack in R and B. I love I love Anderson Pack. I'm not just gonna put him in the R and B category. He he's beyond that. That's like me trying to put the weekend in R and B. It it doesn't fit. Black. Or trying to put Bruno Mars in R and B. It doesn't fit. Black. It, the rapper. Yeah, he's not. None of those artists are just that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. But that's that's the point though, because artists now don't just make R and B. All of them kind of blend genres. It's some artists that are just R and B though. Mom, I this is this is my my personal thing with Jacquees. I've never met him. <laughs> I don't want anybody to get, get the wrong impression. I've never met him. Never talked to him. I've listened to a lot of his music. Jacquees is not believable to me. 
I'll say it again. I know, I know that's confusing. Jacquees is not believable to me. He can sing. He has a great voice. I hate how he sings songs, though. It's like, it's... He sings like, a, to me, he sings like somebody at karaoke who know they can sing. So they're trying to show off. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's a karaoke song. Nobody is... I'm not about to buy an album or just be like, I oh, you're a great fucking singer. You need to... You need to be in the spotlight. It's karaoke. Yo, that reminds me of a Facebook video I saw, right? He was going in for like three minutes. And he was saying, come over. I think my friends is watching it. And he kept going back and forth all the way to like a minute. And he goes, that's just the intro. I was so weak. It was horrible. Absolutely horrible. I got one. Miguel. Miguel's not this generation. He's not? 2010? Miguel, Miguel is not. No, bro. Miguel is not this generation. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Ari on that. Miguel is not this generation. So then, Because if you say Miguel, then you should also say Neo, and that is a fuck no. Yeah, that, yeah Neo is disqualified. Yeah, you can't. Shit. I wouldn't even put Miguel and Neo in the same generation. Why not? Because Miguel came after. How many years? I'm really going to my phone looking. My phone. Shit. Yeah. I, I know yeah. Miguel was the headliner of the HU concert when Meek Mill was right after him. And Meek Mill was doing his doing the uh, I'm a boss joint. And Miguel was the headliner. So it's been, Miguel has been out that long. Miguel has been out for a while. Okay, so I got one. Jeremiah. I see. That's trap. That's trap soul. See, so that's the thing. Because you can't say Tad Allison because that's trap soul as well. So that's exactly, but then you know, now we talking about Bryson Tiller too. So then you have to do what we have to do is define define what R and B is right now, because more women make R and B than men these days. Exactly. Now let's get into the conversation. There is not, my opinion, there is not a definitive king of R and B for this generation because there has not been a male. Dominant presence in R and B currently that is just R and B. Like I'm really going through my phone trying to find. I, like Jacquees, bruh. Again, I take nothing away from his vocal ability, but he writes and sings like high school. Like I'm walking through the halls at high school and I'm just going, I'm going to sing to a chick and it don't matter what I say, just because I can sing, she's automatically swoon. I'm going to sweep her off her feet just because I can sing. I'll sing whatever. 
But just because I can sing, y'all should accept the fact that I can sing. No, nigga. Jacquees needs a writer. I've had this conversation about him privately with other people musically. He needs somebody else to write. He writes his own music. That's commendable. He needs somebody else to write for him or write with him. I promise you, if Kerry Hilson started writing his shit, alright, now we now we can put you in a we we can start to consider that because his music is gonna stand out. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 pulling everything out of the industry right now. Yeah, I brought no, Kerry no. Hilson back up. Uh, okay. I love Kerry. I still follow Kerry. Okay, hey Kerry, hey, hey baby, hey Kerry. <laughs> the, the thing that's so funny to me is I don't understand how Beyonce can be at the platform that she's at, but the people that love Beyonce hate Carrie Hilson when Carrie Hilson wrote Beyonce's fucking music. Hey, that's that's the same way with, um, what's the guy named that wrote for Drake? Quentin Miller. Yeah, how people love Drake but don't listen to Quentin Miller. Just how it, which is how it works. The crazy thing... The crazy thing with Quentin, and I hate to say this because I had that same dilemma. And I'm like, I don't understand how people like Drake and don't fuck with Quentin Miller. When you when you listen to a lot of Quentin Miller's music, this well, I'm gonna say me when I listened to a lot of his music. The context is there, you know, the the rhythm is there, everything is there. It just sounds better in Drake's voice. It happens. It happens. And that's and that's that's the bot that was the bottom line for me. It just it just sounded better Drake saying it versus Quentin saying it. But everything else was was spot on. It was just the vocals for me. But let's get back to the topic here. Um, I would put a strong bid in for Jeremiah before I would say Jacquees. Hell, BJ the Chicago Kid, I think is a better singer than Jacquees. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Bro. That's dope. BJ the Chicago kid. BJ is dope one of them. Just off of his his Aaliyah run that he did. He he literally took Aaliyah's songs and R. Kelly's songs and flipped them and made them his own. But he has not had a breakout album or song that people would mention him in this debate. So, okay. So if, if we're saying singers, R&B singers, not trap R&B, male R&B singers that have come out in the last five years, then I will put Jack Weiss in the top five. 
but still not a king. I would still say Jeremiah in the last five years. And and honestly, Jeremiah might even fit in that category now. If I think if we put it down just to five years. But I, so if we really run the numbers, On my end, the only way Jacquees is in that top five is because it's a lack of participants. Exactly. That's the thing. When you, <laughs> when you and, eliminate and trap soul, then yeah. Yeah, that that might be what it is. It's really not just straight R&B. It, it's really not. They, It's borderline... It's borderline singing, harmonizing, and rapping going on. It's not, and I hate to I hate to say this because of what's going on, but you cannot deny that man's catalog. It's no more. You remind me of my Jeep. Yeah, yeah. It's no more. You. It seems like you read it. it it's it's none. It's none of that. It's no. There has not been a twelve play album since twelve play dropped. These are facts. Like at the end of the day, I was, I'm still mad that Donnell Jones has never gotten the recognition that I felt he did. Donnell Jones was a great fucking R&B artist. His first CD is classic. Second CD still classic. Nobody talks about him. Would we include R&B Drake in this conversation? Fuck no. <laughs> you think so? Where are you about to make me <laughs> This R&B Drake. Like the last album was a double CD. This the R&B side. He had a whole R&B CD. I didn't listen to it. Nobody. And most of them on him though. Just gotta remind me. Yeah, whatever. But um, Drake, Drake can't compete in an R&B category. He can't. I think he can. Cause what was that song he had? Just hold on, we're going home. That was a good R and B song. That was like three albums ago, though. He comes out with a good R and B joint every once in a while. I mean, I I say that I, I'm not disagreeing. I say he is R and B. When it comes to the R and B shit, he has one. If you if you mention Drake, his name is what I feel. I'll like. put Tory Lanez in front of Drake on some R and B shit. Tory in front of Drake for R and B. Yes. Ten toes down. I stand on that statement. Hmm. Hmm. We'll have to come back to that. Hmm. Drake cannot outsing Tory. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Entitled to your opinion. <laughs> Look, we, we have a bunch of shit to go over and we're like already an hour and a half in. So we're not gonna give y'all an eight hour show. We have lives. Uh so look the public wants it. Fuck it. <laughs> so let's see. Uh quick quick couple of mentioned things before we get out of here. Uh Janet Jackson was inducted <laughs> mm. <laughs> inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Wanted to make sure I got that out of the way. Uh, Vibe released since 2018 10 most important people in hip hop we didn't make the list so fuck them I'm joking I'm joking mm-hmm. shout out to Vibe uh, we'll talk about that next week probably because we're running out of time it's an hour and a half already um, the Blurred Lines lawsuit with um, Pharrell 
and Robin Thicke was finally settled for five million dollars. Was awarded to the Marvin Gaye's family. If you remember, Blurred Lines was a song that Pharrell, that Robin Thicke had with Pharrell and Ti, that sounded like apparently a Marvin Gaye song. And then they won five million dollars off of that. So watch how that develops because that might change the industry. If your song sounds like a song, you might have to pay some sampling. Credit. I can't. Yeah. Really? If they just they just did it, so <laughs> you might have paid some sampling credit. Uh, we'll get to the J thing. So, G, what do you have streaming for us this week? Uh, let's see. This week, uh, we got a we got a good little list. Uh, I'm gonna cut at Crit for a minute because Crit didn't got into this whole. I'm gonna drop two and three songs and not drop a full project. So fuck Crit right now because he pissed me off because I want the whole body of work. <laughs> but Crit um, dropped a joint called uh, Terrific. He got about three songs on it. Uh, Brianna, Perry, Fortune Cookie. Uh, shit. Anybody from our generation knows who I'm about to say. Fiend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dro- dropped a project called Still Cooking. Mano got a joint called Jermaine. A mm-hmm. uh, new cat that I'm going to check out called Sap got a project called Self-Improvement. Uh, Michael Aristotle got a project called E. I'm about to check out Kodak Black's joint, Dying to Live. Meth then dropped a new, well, not a new joint, but a follow-up to uh, another project that he already dropped called Meth Lab 2. Uh, Kid Ink, Miss Calls, Princess Nokia, uh, Metallic Butterfly, Vic Mensa Hooligans. <clears throat> and I'm curious about that because, you know, Vic don't hold his tongue. Yeah. So a lot of what transpired with, you know, his situation with him addressing the, uh, addressing X and then you know, his mom crying and all that. I'm curious to see if that's on the project. Um, O'Malley, uh had the hustle. Ye Ali got a uh, got a project out called Ye Ali and Chill. And we already spoke him up earlier, Quinn Quinn Miller. Mm. Got a project called No Thanks. Okay. Okay. So that's Yeah, what so it's a, it's a, it's a lot of things that I, I'm curious to, to see how it resonates in the music. Okay. But we gonna I, we we get to go into my favorite part of the show because Av put me on. Do you want to tell the story? Hey, what you got? Hey, do you want to tell how you found this song or no? Hmm. You want to tell the story about how he found this song or no? Yeah. Okay, tell it. You you got this. Wade's car found this song. <laughs> Like, Wade's car found the song. So, we're on the way home from the podcast. And the song comes on the radio. And we were talking and we both got quiet. And we're like, what the fuck is this? We're mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, I think it's going to be the song of the week. And I think, it, what was it on Sirius Radio? Yeah, it's on Satellite Radio. Yo. So, Wade got the song of the week. 
That's a way. Yeah. Oh, it's my fault. Are you putting it on me? Yeah. Sucks. It's my fault. <laughs> yep. Let me see. I'm about to bring it up. So, um, it's called the bonfire, and the song is called Automatic. This is the bonfire with automatic. That was the bonfire with automatic um from that out al- from her album Ready to Love. Make sure y'all check that out. And I think that's it, y'all. Uh been a long show. Could it be back with everybody in the building? Uh end of the year is coming. Episode one hundred is coming. Lituation might be coming. Situation. Uh, I think. I'm sorry, I get excited. <laughs> You're fine. I think that's it. Anything else? Anything else, Racket? Before we get out of here, you need to make those phone calls about the situation. Yeah, I need to definitely make those phone calls. Yeah, buddy. Anything else? All right. Anything before we get out of here? Mm-mm. Make sure you follow us on all social media. Y'all know the thing already. It's almost 100 episodes, y'all. Y'all should know our social media by now. Yeah, I keep, uh, y'all, y'all, I keep telling y'all. 
They don't fuck with me. <laughs> That's why. They know. Okay. All right. Well, that's it. As always. As always. No, I was asking as all as always. Of course, as always. Okay. I thought we were always a. All right. All right. As always. As always. You may agree with what we say. Always. I'm speeding. I'm speeding through the intro. I'm speeding through the. Start over. We can't start. It's one take. All right. We can't start. It doesn't matter. One take. Wait. One take. Wait. Nah. Okay. As always. As always. As always. You may agree with what we say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You may not agree with what we say. Okay. One thing you can't agree with. What's, what's that? We keep it uncut. Uncut. Until next time, we catch you on the internet. Thanks for listening to the Words with Wade podcast. Make sure you follow us online using the hashtag Words with Wade.